Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. Jordan and Lexi here. What are you doing, Lexi? Hi. Good. How are you? I'm good. I actually said, what are you doing? Switched it up. What am I doing? Well, I am drinking my black tea that I have taken to in the afternoons. Yeah? I heard you say yeah. you put cream in it. I like a little bit of maple syrup and cream. I don't really like black tea straight. It hurts my yeah. stomach too much. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I, I just like the past year been putting cream in my teas, and I'm like, hmm, this feels kind of fancy, and I like it. <laughs> Brian lived in England for a while, so it's kind of like the only way you can drink it. I if you're didn't a know that. <laughs> I did yeah. not know that. Mm-hmm. His whole family or him? Yeah. No, his whole family. That's cool. What hey, guess what? Real quick. Our hair is the same today. You can't see me because of the audio, but. Yeah. <laughs> you have French hair? braid pigtails? Yes. Thank you. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's really funny. Um, <sighs> yeah, I washed it last night and um, I thought, well, I'll braid it and then wear it like that tomorrow and then the next day it'll be, you know. Oh, yeah. Rippy. That's funny. Yeah, that is really funny because I've never seen you in French braid pigtails. Oh man! Sad. And I feel like, and I feel like you've probably never seen me with my hair like this because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I made a chocolate pie yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like a pudding pie, you know? Have you ever done this before? Have you ever made one of those? Um, no, I was going to make a salted caramel chocolate tart tomorrow though. Mm, that sounds good. Probably the same kind of, I bet. Yeah. Well, I have never made a pudding pie before and it was just kind of like on a whim. I had made pie crust to make a quiche last week and I was like, oh, I got a pie crust. I should make some. Oh yeah. I made a chocolate pie yesterday just because those were the ingredients that I had and Mm -hmm. made whipped cream for it and I'm realizing that if you make a pudding pie you should make it the day before you want to eat it because today it's awesome today it's awesome yesterday it was like not that great was it because it didn't set up all the way maybe yeah last night it was like a little too thin so when you tried to um get it out and put it on plates it didn't look pretty and then yeah and then also um I feel like with pudding pies you want your crust to be like barely soft and yesterday it had not seeped into the crust enough to give it a little bit of give so the crust was a little bit too like had a crunch to it it was like mm. oh okay you know what I mean so today, mm. today was your last one. I just took a bite before I walked down here which is why I'm thinking about it and how I'm excited Yum. to go eat more of it that sounds good <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, I was Jared and I are um into the show called Jamestown right now mm-hmm. it's a PBS show and um, we were watching that before I came down here. So, like, I need a bite of something to wake me up. <laughs> is it, like, is it British? Um, no. It's just okay. a PBS, PBS show. Not BBC. Okay. PBS. Oh, PBS. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's good. It's a pretty good show. But anyway, what have you been doing today? Um, just cooking. Just trying to stay on top of feeding people constantly. Right. <laughs> yeah. I went to that drive through farmer's market. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> so in efforts to keep people away from each other, they are still doing the farmer's market, which I'm really excited about, um, but it's drive-through. So there's like arrows and you drive your car up and hmm. um, 
each little booth comes up to you. Some are more cautious than others. One man had a little plastic like vegetable, like you get some berries in or something like a little vegetable yeah. plastic thing um, attached to a very long stick. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that you put out to the car and you'd like put your debit card in it and then you'd bring it back. And um, so, yeah. Was he older? Um, middle-aged. Oh my. Yeah. That's kind of like what they're doing here, I guess. Cause they, they shut down the farmer's market, but so all the farmers are just doing produce boxes that you pick up now. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah. So you just like Which call is them nice. personally and say, I want a produce what? box. Uh, yeah. Like I'm a part of a homesteaders group okay. for our area. And mm-hmm. so one of the farmers were, was advertising on there. So okay. yeah. Gotcha. Pretty cool. Cool. But yeah, yeah, I um went and got a bunch of stuff from them today. So that was it was nice just to like get out of the house and see people, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it is something that we do that feels like for fun anyway. So yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cool that we got to do that still just from the car. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That was our big outing of the day. <laughs> I saw that you posted that cold press uh watermelon. Oh my gosh. That was so good. Yeah, we ran in the co-op while we were over there too. And have you ever oh, had that before? Okay. Well, so my midwife wanted me to have orange juice on hand, which I'm so thankful she told me to do that. And I had picked up a cold pressed one and I had never had cold pressed juice before. Mm-hmm. It was some of the best juice. Brian and I both agreed it was some of the best juice we had ever had. Yeah. I saw that at the co-op today and I was like, hmm, I've never tried something like this before. And um, yeah, it was delicious. And I was letting the boys taste it. And like, I feel like we drank it in like less than a minute because all three of us really liked it. Was it was so good. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming that something weird probably happens to the flavor. I mean, when you heat, when you pasteurize juice, there has to be something that happens. So I'm assuming it's just more of like a vibrant yeah. flavor. Yeah. I guess so. Mm. So anyway, today we are going to be talking about how to not waste your quarantine um, time and how to make the most of it. And um, so I guess, I don't know. I kind of thought maybe we would just kind of be talking about what we've been doing mm-hmm. over quarantine time and maybe just give encouragement of like, you know, you don't waste this time just being nervous and watching the news. Um, but if you have extra time with your family members, if you guys are getting mm-hmm. to stay home together to be intentional with your time. And um, I- I've been thinking about how I want my kids to be able to look back on this as like a fond memory. Um, yeah. That I don't want them to look back on it as like, oh my gosh, that was so scary and weird. And uh, yeah, I don't want them to think that at all. But I want them to to look back on it as the time that we went fishing a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, that's, yep. and the time that we like laughed more and got to hang out more and we're silly and stir crazy, um, and ate more desserts and <laughs> things like that. Mm-hmm. Went on mm-hmm. more walks together. So yeah, that's what I've been thinking about. Just trying to make this be a fun time for our family. I'm curious, what are you guys doing for Easter? Do you have any like specific plans that you're? Yeah. So our, uh, you mean as a family or as a church? As a family. Okay. Well, our church just decided this morning, um, our elders met and they decided that we are going to do a drive-in um, oh! service. Our, our, um, we're trying to get our drive-in theater for service also. Cool. So um, one of our members he's super techie and he does a really awesome light show at Christmas time at his house that you like drive to his house and you can see this light show and actually like tune your radio. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's called a transmitter. I'm not techie at all. So he has some device that enables magic radio waves to enter your car and you can hear the music that goes along with his light show. 
Um, but he offered to set that up for our church for Easter Sunday. Oh, that's awesome. We're going to be able to, um, like Jared and um, the musicians will stand in front of the church. It's, it's kind of sloped where our church is up on a little bit of an incline and mm-hmm. then, uh, the parking lot's a little bit lower and there's like a yard in front. So people can drive up and, or like bring blankets and spread out, you know? Yeah. And uh, listen to the service. So I'm Oh really man, that's a good idea. Even like it. church in the park even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. But I'm, I'm just so excited to see everyone, even if it's, yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. I'm so excited just to like have the feeling of everybody being together again. Mm-hmm. Jared, Jared's been preaching at our church building on Sundays and me and the boys have been going to watch, but, um, we haven't had our congregation. So yeah, yeah I'm just super pumped about it. That's way cool. Yeah. And then as a family, um, we'll probably just come home from church and eat something special. I've been slowly gathering Easter basket items, but yeah. Uh, I'm woefully behind on Easter. Well, okay. So here's a problem because a few days after Easter, we have a birthday and then a few weeks um, after that, a birthday. And then a few weeks after that, a birthday. So oh. I'm like <laughs> entering into my family's birthday season in yeah. quarantine. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I saw you make so, cream cheese. What, what are you going to make him that has that cream cheese with it? He wants a uh, strawberry dream cake. It's kind of, he requested almost every single year. So it has is. cream cheese in it. But I love cream um, cheese and strawberries. So I feel like I would love Yeah. That. It's an America's Test Kitchen one. It is really, really good. So it's a cream cheese buttercream, which is not my favorite to make. It's like I think it's one of the harder frostings to make and get to actually set up, but I'm going to make it with homemade. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. It's called strawberry dream cake. Strawberry dream cake. Yeah. I'll have to send you a picture of it because you can't find America's test kitchen online. Oh. You have to actually buy their stuff or have subscription to their like oh. online. Did you see me thingamabob- as you said that? No, I just, most people oh. will <laughs> usually try and look for it. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was Googling it. I'm like, I want to see what this looks like, but yeah. Hmm. Totally worth it to have their their cookbooks are a fun like birthday type of a thing. Especially if you can't get them online. Yes, absolutely. Do they absolutely. have none of their recipes online? Um, I I know that like for quarantine they are putting out. I think it was like twenty pantry type recipes, hmm. but usually you can't get them. Nope. 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 Wow. Yeah. It's kind of cool that they've actually been able to maintain that while still maintaining such a That's like, five-star rating. I almost kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> because it's well, I think special, a lot of you – know? I think I've noticed at least like the last two years, a lot of cooking uh, – like cook bloggers are going back to only doing recipe books, which makes sense to me. Yeah. I hate cooking off my phone. I do too. So – I think at first I really liked it because then I wasn't having to buy recipe books, but as I had more children, I don't like it anymore because then I, it does make me a little more tied to my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'll have to send me a picture of that recipe then. Yeah, I will. Sounds amazing. Um, okay. So do you guys do Easter baskets? Oh, I feel like we're always so back and forth. I, we haven't really gotten into a good rhythm for it. And I think part of the reason is honestly, my first three kids were born right around Easter. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like every year, I don't know, it's sort of, sort of weird. I always do something little. Um, right. So I, I did pick up some candy at least. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I do like nature related things since we're just starting to go back outside. Mm-hmm. So I did grab, at least Daphne got some new um, like 
what are they called? It's that type of fabric that wicks away moisture so she can get wet when hiking, but it doesn't chafe. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so I might pick up some more stuff like that for the boys, but it's just, it's getting so close that I don't know. I don't necessarily have time to go run to all the stores at this point. So I I don't know what to do. I know. Is it this coming Sunday? Not like not tomorrow, but this coming Sunday. I think it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we're getting, and Amazon prime stuff is even like all weird right now. I keep ordering yeah, that's the hard part. <laughs> on like the 20th. I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. I think I am. I've never made hot cross buns for Easter morning, but I think I am going to do that this year, Ooh, especially since we'll be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, cool. um, okay. Mm-hmm. So how are you guys spending quarantine and like what, it, what's some of your guys' stuff that you've been doing as to not waste this time and stay sane and all that? Well, I think you and I are both in the same sort of place where we're, we're both at the beginning of our summer quote unquote Mm -hmm. break, Mm -hmm. but things are kind of changing because of this. Yeah. Like what I had planned. Um, so honestly, we're just doing a ton of yard work and Mm -hmm. just trying to set myself up for the best success so that when this is over, I'm ahead enough that I can go do other stuff with the kids. If yeah. That, makes sense. that you haven't been able to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and Brian's, Brian's working like normal, but, um, mm-hmm. all of his like evenings and his days off were trying to get the shed built. Mm-hmm. So that's been helpful too, because his brother's been working from home. Um, his dad's unable to work from home, but his dad has a pretty flexible schedule. So they've been able to help him bang out so much yeah. work that probably would have drug on for weeks and weeks and weeks otherwise. Yeah. So even though I like my day to day, I'm still being day to day productive, but I haven't been able to really get ahead of anything else. But yeah. that's because Brian is getting ahead of things he needs to get ahead of, which will mm-hmm. in the long run be good the for the whole me. family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Our um, one closet that we have it's like our, it'll be our food storage closet. It's just jammed full of like Christmas decorations and, um, vacuums and stuff right now. So that once this shed is built, that'll all go out there and I can really get that organized as like a in-home food storage and, um, root cellar type thing. Cool. So yeah, it is benefiting me somehow. It's just right now it means hanging out with the kids 24 (laughs) seven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he gets stuff done. Right. I feel like I have been spending this time learning a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much randomness. I feel like it's such an opportunity. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to grab everything that I haven't had time to be grabbing. Um, so because it, the main thing that is different for me is that our evenings are now home where we normally would have oh. randomness going on the evenings. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We now have evenings where we're not doing anything and like we're not hosting, we're not yeah. uh, doing small group, we don't have homeschool co-ops. So um yeah, it, I honestly have had a lot more time just because we're not doing all those little extra things that yeah. affect the day too, you know, if you have something in the nighttime. So oh, yeah. um, I feel like I've just been like grasping at everything that I've been wanting to learn or try out. Uh-huh. And like, now's the time. Let's do it. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> so I, I've been doing a ton of research because I can literally just stop in the moment and sit and research because nothing. Yeah, nothing's going to get messed up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I tried sauerkraut the other day. I'm hoping that works out. I checked on them this morning. Nothing exploded yet, so that's good. Do you have any bubbles? Can you see any bubbles? Yes. Here? Yes, I do. That's awesome. You have some bubbles. And um, so, like, do you have to burp the jars then? I never have, but part okay. of the reason is probably since I haven't had, like, the fancy kit type things, maybe it's doing it on its own out of 
um, user error. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, so, I, I did burp mine this morning because there was a couple that um, the lids were real um, hard, you know, like from the gases rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and when it, <laughs> one the first time that we ever made beer, um, it oh. exploded in Jared's office because mm -hmm. we didn't have a thing that released the gas. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm like real cautious about like, I oh, totally. These things. I tried to <laughs> ferment oatmeal once. I can't, it was granola. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what the deal was, but I was actually trying to ferment it and it exploded and it smelled so bad. And my whole cupboard was so stinky yeah. and sticky. It was well, gross. <laughs> I feel like cabbage is like a not good smelling thing anyway. So <laughs> yeah. And I have it in a closet in my basement that has a lot of um, kids' clothes that are now too small like that's where I put all the totes and stuff so I'm like I really uh -huh. really don't want to have to do this many loads of laundry <laughs> because <laughs> that's of so exploded funny. cabbage juices yeah so yeah I checked on those so I yeah trying that um I am trying to sprout some I, I listeners it has come to the I told Lexi the other day it's came it's come to the point of quarantine where I'm like officially ready to try sprouting some grains. Where just <laughs> a month ago I was like, Who has time for this? Why would you do that? It feels Wait, like so are you sprouting grains or beans? Okay, beans. Beans. Oh, okay. I think yeah. beans are a little harder than grains. I'm trying to sprout some chickpeas right now. Yeah, chi wait, I'm trying to sprout chickpeas. Okay. Yeah, so is is that not a bean? No, it, it is a bean. Oh. I just mean that's what I'm trying to sprout right now. Oh, okay. I've sprouted you... grains. When we had chickens, I would sprout our grains to make them go further for oh, their feed. Oh, okay. gotcha. But I've, I haven't ever really – I've always soaked my beans, but I haven't gone so far ahead of the game as to sprout them. So I'm going to try yeah. and sprout them because I do have time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have chickpeas right now in a colander hoping to sprout. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just so funny. It's just – things have come full circle where just a month ago it's like, we don't have time. I don't have time. It seems like another mm -hmm. thing to do. And now I'm like, might as well try it. Let's sprout some chickpeas. So yeah, yeah. Doing, that, doing lots of fun, extra little kitcheny things that I've been wanting to mm -hmm. try. Um, mm -hmm. And then, yeah, following a little less toxic has made me like want to try all kinds of stuff. I love that she has hashtagged all of her DIY cleaning stuff, like mm hashtag -hmm. A-L-L-T and then there's like dusting spray. And it comes up her recipe for dusting spray. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I made the glass cleaner that she recommends and the multipurpose cleaner. I think that's all I've made of her stuff so far. But then I washed my produce the way that she recommends, and it was so easy. I'm like, I'm mm -hmm. doing this every single time now. It probably does save so much time, especially when you think about like pulling out one individual apple like 10 times. Yeah. The amount of time it would take if you just did it all at once. <laughs> yeah. I really like doing it that way. And I'm really bad about like sometimes I'll wash the produce when I pull it out. Sometimes I won't. Mm -hmm. um, so this is perfect for me. So do you have two separate sinks where it's easy to keep one fully? Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's always my problem is that I don't ha I just have one sink and there's almost always something in the sink. So it yeah. is harder to do that all at once, but yeah. Yeah. But I like to do it when I can do it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, I feel like that's been my, we have one week left of school and then oh, okay. completely done with school. And, um, before this all happened, I made a, a plan for how I wanted to do our quote unquote summer school with a bunch of just like fun things and outings and activities. So I'm like going to have to sit down and rethink some of that stuff and see what mm -hmm. will work for the summer. But, um, yeah, that's basically how we're spending quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I finally got my, I think I'm almost done with my like 
home flu. It's more than flu and cold though. It's like an emergency kit basically. Um, I think I'm almost done oh, with yeah. it. Tell everybody um, about that because that has been really interesting to hear you talking about and maybe yeah. I should start making mine too. I have my list going. Well, I mean, so we had at the beginning of this whole quarantine thing, we had an earthquake and then we had one morning after the earthquake that we didn't have power for a little while. <laughs> and Ari is asthmatic and he wasn't sick at that point, but his taking his treatments requires <laughs> power. So just mm-hmm. like with all of those things happening in the same week, it made me realize how unprepared I was to take care of everyone in an emergency, basically. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even have flashlights. I couldn't even find flashlights. <laughs> so yeah, I just kind of was like, you know what? I had seen um, Northridge Farm. I had seen her weeks before that put out a family cold and flu kit, which I thought was really cool. Mm -hmm. And then when that happened, I was like, you know what? I need to just, Brian had mentioned to me, like, we need to get a better system for taking care of everyone when they're sick. Mm -hmm. And so I have just taken it upon myself to put a, like a whole emergency kit basically together. So it's been kind of fun and it's hard because, so we don't have, I told it, I've told you guys this, we we have a co-op, we don't have insurance. So oftentimes we try to figure out how to take care of things at home first. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that also just kind of opened my eyes to like, I need to know a little bit more about this stuff. And honestly, you guys, there's so much that is accessible for us out there. That's the same exact information that doctors are getting. So, um, so yeah, I've just been kind of using a book to help me go through what our family needs most or like what would we need in an emergency for example today I was just reading about how you can um like use splints before trying to get casts because a lot of times what is casted is often just needs a splint instead so how can you do that at home for way cheaper Mm -hmm. so yeah just basic stuff like that in addition to like cold and flu type stuff so yeah which all that stuff I I love learning like natural homeopathic stuff. So mm-hmm. all of that has been super fascinating for me too. Um, digging into a little bit of that. And like I told you, luckily I have a friend, um, my friend Ariel, which if you live in Southern Illinois, ask me who that is and I will contact you with her. But she has a little store that she sells all kinds of natural stuff. So um, like I told you, I, it's so helpful just to have somebody that's knowledgeable on all that mm-hmm. that you can like run your yeah. ideas by or run what you're learning about by. And um, Did you go see her? No, they're building their upper floor of their house. So oh, oh okay. I wasn't able to go this weekend. They were busy. Okay. So probably next weekend I'll be able to go. Or, I don't yeah. know, maybe for the week. I mean, this week, <laughs> everything is crazy <laughs> now. Um, yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, it's the, it's one of the books that she recommended to me that I'm using actually. So I really, Ariel's been helpful. Yeah. And she doesn't even know me. So I appreciate her. Yeah. If you're listening, I appreciate you taking time to answer my text messages. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So guys, as you are, you know, in quarantine with your families and, um, I know that this can be a stressful time for people and, and I know a lot of people are dealing with anxiety and worry and, um, all that kind of stuff. And, I just, I think it's important to stay um, busy and stay cheerful and stay doing all the good things that you need to be doing and just see this as an opportunity from the Lord and Mm -hmm. not as a, not as like a uh, wet blanket that God has put Mm -hmm. on your family, but, um, but as an opportunity to spend more time together, to have opportunities to learn and um, to figure Mm -hmm. some things out that you maybe have wanted to, or to try something new. Um, Yeah. 
So just see it as a cheerful opportunity to um, do all that kind of stuff that you've been wanting to do for a while and praise the Lord for it. Be thankful for it. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So that your kids will know how your family deals with stressful mm-hmm. times, you know, yeah. this is how our family deals with things that were unforeseen. Yeah. I'm reading um, Paradise Restored right now. And it, it just really hit me the other day, um, just that like our source of cheerfulness in these sort of very fearful times in the world, literally, and in history, our source of cheerfulness comes from the fact that God is preserving a remnant for himself to continue to build his church and his kingdom with the gospel. And so it really, it's not a flippant thing. We're not just saying, go be cheerful and do this work. You can go and be cheerful because you know that on some supernatural level, the Lord is protecting, not just protecting, but prospering his people through this. Yeah. And we need to act like it. Yeah. So therefore (laughs) go out, put on a dress, bake Mm -hmm. some cakes, plant a garden, do all those things in the Lord because he's the one that's able to make us prosper through these times. Yeah, exactly. There's still work to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of work, tons of work. Yeah. You anxious about nothing. The Lord's at hand. Mm -hmm. Anxious about nothing. And, um, also, there was a pastor friend of Jared's that was like, why would Christians be afraid right now? Christians, mm-hmm. aren't, Christians mm-hmm. aren't afraid of death. So yeah. I think that's also just a reminder, too, that as Christians, we aren't afraid of death. So this should not, this should not be a fearful time. Like, if you yeah. look at it with clear eyes, this should not be a fearful time for Christians. Like, we, we have a great hope after death um, mm-hmm. that we will be with Christ. So hmm your head. Yeah, we literally, we worship the resurrection. Like I have, I've been thinking about that so much. We alone worship the resurrection and the life and therefore we should not have fear. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. All right, guys. Well, hope you're having the best of quarantines this day. <laughs> oh, and smile at your kids today. Smile at your yep. husband today and have a great day. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. This show is a part of the ministry of the Shepherd's Crook. The Shepherd's Crook exists to remind pastors of Jesus through care, coaching, resources, and events. We have also started the Shepherd's Crook for wives. Jordan and Lexi are contributing articles to the site, and you can find all the information at theshepherdscrook.co.